This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to Anchor. .fm to get started. Peace. Today's show is brought to you by the Anatomy of Marriage app, the couples counseling app that's fast, fun, and never boring. Take your marriage to the next level with interactive communication tools, quick and easy educational videos, conversation starters, sexy bedroom games, and so much more. Get the Anatomy of Marriage app in the App Store or Google Play today. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Marriage Radio. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my good friends? My name is Seth Studley. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist and welcome. Happy Friday to the show. In every show, we do four things. We pray, we share an intention, we share a gratitude, and then we answer conversation starters from the Anatomy of Marriage app. All right, let's pray. Thank you, God. Thank you, Creator, for your blessings. Thank you for uh, the sun and all that we get to enjoy today. I pray that we have good attitudes because uh, everything is out there and we can enjoy it or not enjoy it based on our attitude. I pray that uh, this show is helpful to people listening and it's also helpful to us. Thank you. Amensk. Amensk. All right. Good right. prayer. Good prayer. Break. Thanks. Uh, Break. Break. So we Go. encourage you to do these things with your partner. Mm-hmm. So pray with your partner, do intentions and gratitudes with your partner and the conversation starters. Mm-hmm. So what is your intention for today? Which intention is basically the behavior you want to have in your relationship to make it better? What's right. your intention? To, for today? to be present and to be calm. Uh, and, and, and this is, of course, in relation to you, but in relation to you, there are other things, i.e. kids, mm-hmm. right? So to love and to teach and to care for the kids. Yesterday was a little scratchy towards the end of the night with some kids, and mm-hmm. I tried to be as calm as possible and then not bring that goofiness that was happening, right. you know, with arguments and, you know, people fighting and messing around back inside to you. Right. I, I tried to bring it cool you know what i'm saying yeah i like so that that's good that's that's my intention right my intention is more specifically about you to be more celebratory like to uh <laughs> celebrate like that celebrate the things that we are working on the goals that we've set together and mm. just like honor and celebrate that we're making it work and making it mm-hmm. happen and i like i like that idea i don't know it mm-hmm. feels good to me like you mm-hmm. do hard work you do good work and i like it and i want to try to celebrate it more yeah um so yeah what does that look like how are you gonna celebrate it I don't know. Just have fun? Yeah, have fun. I want to make you more desserts, but I just don't know if you like them. 
So well, seventy-five hard desserts are kind of. I hard. made you a blackberry cobbler. You know what I thought today? This is how my brain works. I'm driving back from the gym. Right, it's six forty-five a.m. Woke up at five, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, because phase three is going to be over in maybe ten days or something like that. And I'm just thinking, okay, next diet is a slow carb diet, but with the cheat day, what? How can I maximize the cheat day? <laughs> go to the bakery in the morning, but then on, on Fridays, but on Fridays, I love to come home and like go to date nights, then, you know, have some drinks. But then Saturday, can it extend into Saturday if it's 24 hours? I guess so. <laughs> you got a noon to noon? No, I'm, I'm serious. Cheat day. Uh, you so are it, very funny in that way. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. So but I want to, my intention mm-hmm. is to celebrate okay. the hard work we're doing more. Great. And my gratitude is, let's see, I, Continuing, I, I, I'm st- I'm thankful that you are teaching the kids homeschool, you know, and I hope that you're okay with it. I hope that you're not going to burn out or anything. I'm not looking for you to, but I, I want to manage that appropriately and look into you and serve you because you're serving our kids in that way. So I'm thankful that you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Well, you're welcome. Yeah. I have no choice. <laughs> Actually, I'm really excited about it. Right. Uh, it's going good so far. But, it's a forced uh, function. You have no choice. It is a forced function. <laughs> I am thankful for you that you are a fun, hard worker, like that you, and that you just do fun stuff. Like you sat outside in the hammocks with Hattie and looked at the stars and talked. Mm. She wanted to okay. talk to you so bad. I was about night. to not let you get away with that one because I wanted you to be more specific. Oh yeah, so. no. Like I just love that you have that spirit. You don't get butthurt about stuff. You don't complain. Like I would hate it so much if you were like, oh, I just want to go to bed or play well, like World of Warcraft. I don't even know if that's a thing. Yes, you do. That is the thing. Otherwise, I've, you wouldn't have said it. <laughs> I, I was mixing it up with a book. Anyway, no. Um, so thanks. thank you for not being a ding dong and for being. I a try good not dad. to be. Sometimes I am, but yes. So you said it. <laughs> um, so let's All dive right. into mm-hmm. today's topic. Uh, here is the topic. Now I want to. What am I hearing? Why is why is music playing on my phone? Oh my gosh. No. Anyway, um, so the today's topic is about when to run away. Mm. And we get so many questions, you guys, about um, domestic abuse. Is this abuse? Should I leave? Whatever. Mm. And you guys, honestly, we can't really answer them. And do you want to know why? Because it's not safe. Mm-hmm. Do you want to expand on that just for one second? Right. So as a licensed therapist, I have Clients who are in DV relationships, right? Mm -hmm. Men and women, believe it or not. Men and women. It is mostly women. And it is, stuff can get really crazy really fast and go into crisis mode, right? Crisis equals, uh, no, uh, uh, stress plus opportunity equals crisis. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm stressing out. There's an opportunity to to drink, to have a weapon, to run, to jump, to hit, harm somebody, and then boom, you are in crisis when you're flooded and you're not thinking with your prefrontal cortex, you're thinking with your lizard brain, right? So this can and is actually very dangerous. Yes. People die. Yes. Uh, And maybe I could just stop it there. Like this topic, people die, right? Mm -hmm. So giving just some flippant advice over... A podcast or over mm-hmm. anything is, is dangerous. Something that I take very, very seriously, mm-hmm. ethically, morally, professionally, and even just personally, mm-hmm. right? So when we get questions like this, I'm like, I'm not going to make a bl- blanket statement right. on what you do. I can give you some resources, like reach out to DV resources in your mm-hmm. community. Of course, 911. In most areas, I believe it's uh, 211. 211 for local resources. It's mm-hmm. a non emergency line, 211. Mm-hmm. 
you can get case management, you can get counseling, you can get food. I didn't know that. Yeah, all, all kinds of stuff, right? So use that as a resource. And uh, this can be very dangerous, right? Yes. Because, oh, it, it just, it can get goofy really quick. Right. And we're not going to shy away about it and not talk about it. Like, right. you know, we've interviewed other therapists actually and say, nope, we're not talking about right. that. Right, nope. we've had... I'm like, wait a minute. Straight up professionals tell at us least, that's not what we talk about. We're not going to talk about it. At least broach the subject. We're not, so we're not giving straight up advice do this don't do this uh how about this i can say stay safe whatever staying safe looks like for you in the time right right? Mm -hmm. get resources there's all kinds of facebook groups instagram groups for uh dv and uh sexual assault dvsa uh that means domestic violence and sexual assault survivors victims um even perpetrators Ooh. Mm -hmm. people don't talk about that like services for the perpetrators right right and that is a thing because those men and women definitely need mm-hmm. help and mm-hmm. a breakthrough of like, whoa, this thinking is not healthy. Right. Right. So I know that you have a put, uh, bu- several bullet points mm-hmm. on stuff. So let's dive into those. Well, and I want to talk about this episode is one of those types of episodes where we want you to just share this because mm-hmm. you don't have any idea in your life, in your circle, in your friend group who may be dealing with this. Mm-hmm. Um in season one of our podcast, we interviewed Susie, who was dealing with uh, sort of the front edges, like the mm-hmm. foundationally unhealthy stuff in her marriage, but nobody knew. And uh, she's someone we know personally, mm-hmm. and we didn't know. You know, we didn't know. We interviewed mm-hmm. her after she got a divorce and left her husband. Mm-hmm. So this is a great episode if you if you want to just put this on your Facebook page and be like, hey, this is a good resource in case you, you know, need help. That's a, a great idea. Like when you say, you know, some people don't know and this is more common than people think. No mm-hmm. one would have known that Melanie was being abusive to me. Right. Uh, you know, on the outside, of course, I had a black eye and you could tell, mm-hmm. but that does go away. Uh, but it's something that people don't talk about, mm-hmm. and especially if if it was even more crazier and more violent, and right. there was more alcohol or more guns or weapons right. involved, that would be a extremely dangerous situation that nobody's talking about. So right. sh- the best thing you can do is share this out as a resource, mm-hmm. right? So, all right, let's dive in. So we wanted to talk about the idea of a lot of times we get these questions of, is this abuse? Mm-hmm. And so if we ask ourselves this question in a different way, people clearly are struggling to understand what is safe and unsafe in a relationship, mm-hmm. what is healthy and what is unhealthy. So I want to cover those. And all I did, mm-hmm. no joke, was I went to like domestic abuse hotlines and I looked on the websites for, um, what's it called? The <clears throat> like domestic abuse websites. Right, you know what the right. names like are? Like the I national can't. service. I don't know. So um, when... In the therapy world, we call this psychoeducation, right? So let's get some psychoeducation, some psychoed around what is abuse, what is not abuse. Well, mm-hmm. the question what is not abuse is kind of weird because if you're actually to the point of asking yourself, is this abuse, then there might be something up right. there. But there's also something to be said of like, hey, I saw this resource and I'm reading all these things. Wait a minute, I do have this. And then we yeah. actually go looking for yes. it. And a yeah. classic example is when I was in graduate school, there's this giant, gigantic book. It's huge. It's called the DSM, right? And there's uh, several di- iterations of it. The DSM means the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual 
uh, for crazies. Me- <laughs> well, no, for all kinds of mental health diagnoses, right? In in medical language, there's the ICD-9, which means the International Classification of Diseases, right? And those two books intertwine, and it's a common language that we all use as licensed therapists and doctors and uh, paraprofessionals and other providers, right? So as I was reading, learning about all kinds of different personality disorders or all kinds of maladaptive reactions to this and malingering and, you know, asso- uh, uh, whatever um, adjustment disorder and stuff, I would say, wait a minute, two weeks ago, this happened to me. Right. I have that. Or you know what? Three weeks ago, this happened to Melanie. She's crazy. Oh, you know? every time he or, had or started whatever. a new class, I had the problem he was learning about. Right. So no one is to weaponize this and to dive deeper into it. Please, for the love of God, do not read these things and diagnose yourself. Just like, you know, thousands of us go on WebMD and go, what? Oh, my toe looks like this. Ah, right. <laughs> you know, go to the doctor immediately. So right. don't jump into that territory. Don't listen to these and go, wait a minute. Uh, I want you to slow down and really think about it. Think about the last two years, three years, five years of your relationship. Mm-hmm. And, and if these hit home, then think about it. Right. Email me. I'll help you out. We'll right. help you out. And the Email. first step, if you think, wait, I think that's me. Don't go run away. Mm-hmm. Don't call your mom. Don't do any of those things. Call a therapist. Right. The first step in all of this is call a therapist, okay? I'm going to repeat that. If you think any of these things apply to you, call a therapist. You can go to to Faithful Counseling, whom we partnered with because they're amazing. So you go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage there's Mm -hmm. a questionnaire it's easy to do you can do it on your phone you can do it on computer no big deal but the first thing to do in any of these cases if you think or feel this might apply to you is go talk to them not to your spouse not to your mom Mm -hmm. not to your friend right so get faithful get faithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage okay let's let's burn through these so some of these things that uh that come up when people are not sure if they're in an abusive or imbalanced unhealthy relationship here is a list of things so it uh your partner number one shows a lack of compromise Mm -hmm. number two shows subtle control such as strongly encouraging you to dress a certain way number three does guilt tripping Mm -hmm. like well why would you do that you should Mm -hmm. feel bad or whatever Mm -hmm. number four has coercive behavior or behavior that pressures you into things. Mm-hmm. So expand on any of these if you feel like it, but like this, this could be, of course, uh, physical things, mm-hmm. sex, you know, drugs, oral sex, uh, drugs, going to get a job here. Where are you going? Let me see your phone kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, having a typically confrontational attitude, meaning they're just like pissed all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, unreasonable statements about how much they deserve or what they, or what they deserve, mm-hmm. meaning they're selfish like all the time. Mm-hmm. Seven, feeling as though the whole world is against them all of the time, including you. Eight, denying their behavior. Nine, lack of trust in you. 10, lack of respect for your feelings. Mm-hmm. 11, sarcastic comments downplayed as jokes. Uh, 12, extremely jealous. Mm-hmm. Number 13, the silent treatment. Number 14, building you up and then breaking you down and repeating this cycle. Uh, 15, lying. 16, statements like, if you loved me, then you would do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. 17 gaslighting which is can you explain gaslighting like in a brief? uh yeah okay so this is not verbatim but it is a kind of a roundabout thing of gaslighting saying oh well you know that you want this you know right. this is the best choice and then you mm-hmm. do it and say see now you like that or yeah. or they they spin the 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 situation or the past events so much that you're like wait a minute am i 
crazy? Did that really right. happen? Yeah. And, and people that gaslight can be very, very persuasive right. and do a very good job of making you think that you are... You're crazy. Know, you're, you're crazy. They make you question your own thoughts and feelings as mm-hmm. a, it's an on-purpose thing. Mm-hmm. 18, they have abusive actions in their prior relationships. 19, they're cruel towards others. 20, interrogations about your day and your whereabouts. So they're constantly asking you what you did, where you went, who you talked to. Mm-hmm. 21, they're sabotaging your friendships. This is isolation. This is one we get all the time. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't hang out with them. They're a bad influence on you. Don't listen to this podcast. They're just saying stuff. Don't go to therapy. What is your therapist saying? stuff like that right yeah they're trying to get you away from people who will hold mm-hmm. them accountable okay so isolation um breaking boundaries so mm-hmm. you set up a boundary you say you can't talk to this person or you know whatever it is like we have this much money to spend and they just go do it mm-hmm. anyway not taking responsibility for their actions 24 showing disrespect toward former partners and 25 constantly checking in needing to know where you're at at all times mm-hmm. so um this is again i'm I'm reiterating these things. We're repeating ourselves in this episode on purpose because people don't seem to know what is healthy behavior and what's unhealthy behavior. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you, if you grew up in a home that was mostly unhealthy, maybe your parents were divorced, maybe there was abuse, violence, sexual abuse, uh, maybe you they like left you alone all the time. Mm-hmm. You won't know what healthy boundaries are. Mm-hmm. You won't know what a healthy relationship looks like. It's not your fault. You're not dumb. Mm-hmm. You just won't know because you ha- you've never seen it. And you would benefit from doing some work, from reading books like Boundaries mm-hmm. or reading books on gaslighting or going to certain popular vetted blogs about gaslighting <clears throat> or isolation or is my partner XYZ. And all of these right. things that Melanie listed, I'm just thinking with my therapist mind, they actually reflect back on the person and their insecurities, yeah. right? Like Melanie attacked me, number one, because she was really mad. She was hurt. Mm-hmm. But then uh, just she... she um, it had nothing to do with you. Is that what you're was really saying? insecure about a lot of things. And I, I mean, I'm, I don't want to speak for you in general, but like when, when I have female clients who have partners like this, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this dude is just a child. He's got right. a million hurts that haven't been right. uh, addressed. He- healed yeah. and addressed. And he's trying to control to have to, to create some sort of semblance of control with this person, but he, it's never going to be anything for him and it'll never stop unless he fills fills the giant hole in, in his heart or right. body. You know what I'm saying? Right. Until he heals from that because none of these behaviors, men, women, if you are, if you have been a perpetrator, okay, you're not the worst person in the world. Mm-hmm. You need to get your stuff straight. But also these things look and say, why am I doing this? Right. I need to do the work. I need to take I statements. I need to read, read extreme ownership. I need to read boundaries. I need to learn these things. Mm-hmm. As you said before, if we came from families who, uh, who you know, modeled this behavior and who were gone all the time or whatever, sometimes we don't know. We mm-hmm. don't know what we don't know. But once we know that we don't know, the proper thing is to go out there and start knowing. Right. You understand? We might not be the reason a bad thing happened, but we can be the, we have a responsibility mm-hmm. to educate ourselves and fix all of that stuff That's right. in the way that we can. Mm-hmm. And so if you don't know our story, I'm realizing I didn't say this before. If you don't know our story, we shared it in season one, but I was domestically abusing Seth. Mm-hmm. He confessed to lying and looking at pornography 
which is extremely common. And I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. I literally went crazy. I scratched him and f- and more than once, not like, like a one-time event. This was like for a while. And I gave him a black eye. I was abusing him. Mm-hmm. Because he's a man, uh, I don't think he actually felt super threatened. And also, uh, he had people that he knew that would tease him. Like, because I was, like, he got a black eye. I gave him a black eye. And one of your friends... Well, no, it, it, so it, this, it, it is a common thing. Of course, it's embarrassing, but I had a black eye and uh, other adult men just were like, yep. Yeah. For so, I don't know. They, they knew that I didn't get in a fight. Right. They knew that it was my woman that did right. it, you know? And, right. and, and it was almost like a, I get it, bro. Right. And yeah. you know what that means? That it, means... This is happening more than we think. <laughs> I've been there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. Yeah. You effed up, huh? Hey, I get it. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it wasn't like, oh, crap, he's in trouble. How can we help? Right. You know, right. because, you know, I mean, just I'm, obviously, biologically, my arms, my body is way bigger than Melanie's. I'm way stronger than you. Snake eyes at you. <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, I- so so that's that's the typical thing. So in, in most cases, uh, in some cases, when people get crazy, uh, then it can really be dangerous when like mm-hmm. a flip switch in a woman's mind, boom, you better run. Right. And there was one night that that happened. I was like, lock the doors. I could die tonight. And that is terrifying. Yeah. And that is not cool. And it's not okay. Right. And so but, I oh, want to share what it's like from my perspective, because I was the abuser in this case. Um, and I, how it felt to me was, and, and this is something you were saying a minute ago, like when I read that list, it's like the person who is being abusive has all these rules around what is and not, what mm-hmm. is and is not acceptable. And essentially, they want to be treated like a baby. I know that sounds weird. It sounds counterintuitive. But I wanted everyone in my world to do everything that I wanted all of the time. And when they didn't, mm-hmm. everyone was going to pay. Seth was mm-hmm. going to pay. And so what's weird about that is that, you ha- you know, like in the case of a man, you have a man who has like an underdeveloped emotional, social social part of their brain mm-hmm. and wants to be treated like literally like an infant. I need to know well, and have because, everything all the time. Okay, so check it out. Because it, it's what they know. They right. probably witnessed domestic violence mm-hmm. as a child. And then there's this thing in therapy called the, um, the ACE score, right. Adverse Childhood um, Experience. Oh, experience. Scale, right? And it has all these things like, did you witness domestic violence? Were you alone? Right. Were you sexually or emotionally or physically abused? All these things, mm-hmm. and a lot of people score high on the ACE, the the uh, adverse childhood uh-huh. experience right. score. And if if and research shows the higher score on the ACE, <clears throat> the more uh, the higher the propensity or proclivity you have towards these behaviors. Right. So it it's it it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing. It's like my heart goes out. This sounds, it's going to sound messed up. My heart goes out to some degree to men who uh, their only way of communication and expression is through physical violence. That uh, is completely unacceptable. I would smack in the face any guy who I saw do that, right? You do violence to the man who was doing violence? Well, sometimes just like wake the F up, bro. Uh, But then probably get my butt kicked because they'd probably be way bigger and more violent and like aggressive. But it's like, okay, that is completely unacceptable. But as a therapist and having bukus of experience with it, I understand it. And the key is, the key to change is understanding something first and then be being willing to go to right. it. Like with 75 Hard or anything that we've done that has growth or, or coaching or anything, it's like, I understand that I am not where I want to be. 
I understand that this isn't the best way. How I'm talking to you, how I communicate to our kids, if I hit you or not or anything, that is not the best way to be. So then you take action on that, right? Mm -hmm. So it's really, it starts with understanding and then action and then maintenance kind of thing. Right. Uh, drink a drink of water because uh, your clicky mouth is driving me crazy. Um, I, I, another, that's, a, that's a new one. Uh, it's Your mouth is dry and the microphone, it's like SM, AMSR, ASMR, whatever it is. Like I can hear every single sound. Um, but the other thing I wanted to say too is that it, literally your brain develops as you get older and as you experience things. So your brain grows as you go through different things. So mm -hmm. that's why like kids get smarter when they put blocks in little squares and the colors and they do the rest. That's why we go to school, right? Mm -hmm. But social emotionally, our brain physically stays smaller where it is underdeveloped. It, it, the brain's physical structure is altered by the situations you are or are not placed into. So mm -hmm. honestly, people who did not, who didn't have the guidance to know how to deal with their own emotions are just like toddlers. Right. Those those roads of learning weren't paved. Right. What does a little kid do when another little kid takes their sucker, <laughs> smacks him in the face, right. screams at him, yells at him, goes and runs and tells everybody how bad they are, right? Like children have really terrible coping skills for that kind of thing. And adults who did not have wonderful childhoods that were safe and secure and loving also have mm. terrible coping skills around those things. So this, again, is just to try to help you understand what's going on. It doesn't say, it does not mean that behavior is okay. It definitely doesn't mean stay with an abusive partner till they grow their mm -hmm. prefrontal cortex. Like that is not mm -hmm. what we're saying, but we need you to understand why it's going on. Mm -hmm. um, so were you going to say something? No, just let's let's wrap this up. This Why is Why do you keep doing that? This is a very important episode. And if you keep doing that, I'm seriously going to be mad at you. All right. It's not my fault that you started late, okay? Uh, here Boom, is a question, baby. or here's some signs mm -hmm. that someone you might know or someone you know might be being abused. Mm -hmm. So keep out for keep an eye out for things like excusing injuries, like if they have injuries mm -hmm. regularly and they excuse them. Uh, personality changes, like low self-esteem in someone who is usually confident. Mm. Um, constantly checking in with their partner, like, I will have to tell them where I'm at or I've got to tell right. them if like I'm if this. you're out with your girlfriends or something and, you know, your partner's kind of blowing up your phone. Right. Uh, then, yeah, just look out for that. Right. Never having money on hand is one. Uh, we get this a lot in emails. My partner won't let me have money. Mm -hmm. My partner doesn't think I should be able to carry cash because mm -hmm. he thinks I'm going to spend it on another man or, I mean, just really crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. So if you have a friend who constantly doesn't have money because of their spouse, uh, that might be a sign that something is going on. Um, your friend is overly worried about pleasing their partner, skipping out on work, school, or social events for, or social outings for no clear reason, wearing clothes that don't fit the season like long sleeves in summer to mm -hmm. cover up bruises. So, mm -hmm. um, these are just signs that someone you know might be being abused. Uh, and okay, so I want to speak to the the dude's perspective in this of like, uh, oh no, I can't go out, or uh, you know, just opposite all of these. Oh yes, but for a in, man from a from a dude. Right. Like if you're you know at a bar having some drinks or whatever, and you know he's just oh geez, you know, or right. or has to step out often. Oh my gosh, I just had PTSD. Like when I was in the band. Uh, I had to step out all the time. Right. Like literally, I had to walk out of the venue 
because you were calling and I was just like, oh, you're you know what I'm saying? Clarifying that even more. He had to leave because I was manipulating him emotionally and saying, if you don't call me, I'm going to this or I'm mad at you. So he was, well, it was I just was like forcing, the checking in. Yeah. Like I hey, was forcing him to check in constantly yeah. because I was insecure. Again, I was the one with the underdeveloped brain. I literally am the youngest the kid. brain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pea brain. My parents, I, there was so mm-hmm. much going on in my family growing up. I had a wonderful family. But in my experience, I was like babied to absolute death. Mm-hmm. And so I was very underdeveloped socially and emotionally. Uh, you know what? This is interesting. In private practice, I had a couple of young female clients. When I say young, I'm like, you know, 21, mm-hmm. 22, 23, 24, stuff like that, who exhibited this behavior. Mm-hmm. Like they would come in and say, well, you know, my parents or my boyfriend or whatever say I need anger management and mm-hmm. and like very, very controlling behavior. Right. And I, I'm thinking, wow, I'm just thinking of this one specific client and I was like, girl, I didn't say that like that, of course. I was like, you got to chill. The right. People don't owe you as much as right. you think and right. you're making a stink and like keying cars and all this oh, other stuff. Gosh. Like, whoa. Yeah. S- slow it down let's let's like gather you know and of course i believe that she was an only child baby the family Mm -hmm. and she thought that she deserved everything i'm like and there's a subculture of that like all i can think of is that like long island show i don't even know what that was called like all the girls jersey shore jersey shore like that's all i can think of i never even watched it but it's there's a subculture of that where everybody was messed up on that show yeah where like men can be really masculine um, or they can be really smart or they can be a businessman. Like you have areas that you can fit as a man. And as a woman, they're like super angry, like, uh, waving your hands everywhere. A woman is just one of those things that we kind of socially accept. Right. And so it's almost this really maladaptive, abusive funnel that yeah. women like me can fall into where you're like, Oh, I just speak my mind. That's what I was going to say. Hashtag I ruin everyone's life by you, being terribly unkind to them. So that falls into the category of like, Hey, I'm just doing me. If they don't like it, then right. Whatever. And it makes me think of that. Uh, what is that? That, um, that nickel Creek song, maybe others have excuses. I have my reasons why. Yeah. Like, like I, well, I don't know if that's the song or not, but it's like the, the guy's in a relationship and he was like, before their relationship he's like, Hey, you know, I'm going to do me, so I'm kind of telling you up front, oh, if I'm oh, a oh. mega douche in two months, I told this is you, what I do. so you signed up for it, so it's mm-hmm. your fault. I'm like, come on, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and a lot of people think that way. You can say, hey, this is the package. You get you get what you get. Right. You know, and that that is an excuse. That That's almost like trying to give yourself some stupid fake golden ticket of like... Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna change. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell them, mm-hmm. and then that's their warning. Right. You know, it's like I mean, life and relationships are not like a road sign of like, say, I'm driving in the mountains and it says right. danger, falling rocks. Right. You know, and you go down and you're like, oh, a rock fell on my car. Right. Can, you know, does that make yeah, sense? Not, like you, that's a whole different thing. You can't give like like premeditated things for like. Hey, if I do this and do this mm-hmm. and do this, don't be surprised. You sign right. up right now, then I can do anything. Right. I'm like, that's a that's give me a break. in a way. It's I was trying to do that. I was trying to give myself a free pass to have crappy, unaccountable, mm-hmm. stupid, childish behavior, and that's what people do. And if all you got to do is look around at their relationships and be like, oh, how's that working for you? And the way that I stopped doing that and kind of realized it was one of my best friends told me, "You're really mean." Mm. And I was like, "What are you talking? No, I'm not mean." She's like, yeah, 
you are. Mm-hmm. And I was completely gutted, but also I was like, thank you, God, that mm-hmm. she said that. Her name is Allie. Hey, Allie. That's like saying in an interview, like, hey, boss, you can hire me, but sometimes I get really stupid. Right. And I'm going to be like the worst. Right. But I'm also good over here. So, you know, yeah. I don't know. And the boss hires you and, you know, a year later, you just do something asinine. But you go, see, I told you. Dude. I, you knew we, what you signed up for. Somebody says, I've been wanting to hear more from AOM about this. Kudos for giving clear descriptions about abuse. Thank you. Again, domestic violence, sexual assault, anything thing like this this is not a definitive answer this is based on just empirical experience that i've had and from callers and listeners that we have talking about this subject if right. you feel like you're in danger obviously call 911 reach out to your local domestic violence mm-hmm. uh, abuse we shared places. a number on the instagram as well so, so. there's a question here on instagram so how did you grow there mel what actions did you take how did you realize you needed to grow that's a good question i had like a major come to jesus moment via joyce meyer who i want to meet I adore the woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was reading, no joke, I was on the floor of our living room reading the Bible, looking for ways to like stick it to Seth. I mm. was like, oh yeah, see what, look at what God hates. God hates this and God hates that. <coughs> if you interrupt me, I'm going to smack you. Uh, so it was the most annoying thing ever because mm-hmm. I was there trying to find ways to burn Seth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like flipping through the, I'm but not even burned. kidding. Oh, I'm flipping him. No! I was flipping <laughs> through the Bible and it was something like, God hates this, but he hates that even more. Like mm-hmm. there's a bunch of those in the Bible. I don't know what they're for, but they're weird and they're there. What do you mean? And so, uh, <laughs> they're, they're like, they were for they're you. Like, we, yeah, they were for me, I guess. And so I read one of these things and it was literally like, Someone took the veil off of my eyes. They removed the veil and I went, that terrible person is me. The Mm. thing that God hates is me, my behavior, how I'm treating Seth. And mind you, people, we had two young children when I was doing this to Seth. We had a baby and a one-year-old. So it was Mm. not an ideal thing. The energy that I was putting into the home, me alone by myself because I'm an idiot, the energy that I was bringing Mm -hmm. into that home was tearing it down like literally stud from stud. Like I was just, all Mm. right, you want a healthy foundation? F you. I'm going to rip it all apart. Watch what I can do. Because I was like, I mean, it was terrible. And that was my my sort of wake up call, like sort of burn it down and rebuild, like you know the the phoenix, like it burns. Fox, fo- yeah. yeah, fox from Harry Potter. It burns and then it, it rebuilds. Right, it, it's reborn. Right, uh, and- Lindsay, what's up, Lindsay? My best friends told me the same thing. It helps hearing from people who want you to grow. Right, That's like good. in okay. Here's the hard thing about that. Nothing sucks more than hearing that you're not good at something. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now what I was not good at understanding other people's opinions, understanding that other people have feelings. Mm -hmm. I thought I was the only one with feelings that mattered. Shut it. (laughs) I thought that if Seth had a problem, deal with it. Right. But guess how I felt when I had a problem? Oh. You better help me deal with this. Man. I I was not going to help Seth. Right. Screw you. I've got my own problems. Mm -hmm. And so I was selfish. I was manipulative. I was always on your back about, well, who are you talking to? What are you doing? Where are you at? It's very egocentric. Right. Egocentric, right? Yes, as if I am God. Ego, they talk about edging God out. Like I had no Mm -hmm. sort of, I had no sense of holistic communication and connection. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't think that my, now I want to swear. I really want to swear. 
I'm not supposed to swear. Um, you can, you can I, swear all you want, but <gasps> so this is how I felt. I felt like um, I if if I came into a room, I want to think of it like this: like I, I was like a wolf. I was like a bad, mean wolf. I was like the big bad wolf. A wolf. I come into a room. I'm I got my teeth showing, and then I wonder why everybody doesn't want to be with me. Mm. And I come in, and I look like I'm going to rip you to pieces. I talk to you like you're an idiot. I talk to you like, well, duh, don't you know? And I'm sarcastic, and I'm mean. And then I wonder mm-hmm. why don't they want to talk to me? Why don't they come and sit with me? Why don't you ever call me? And then that becomes their problem, and you kind of perpetuate the narrative of like, well, whatever. Right. But then you're not happy. Right. Uh, I, then, it's almost like imagine a snarling wolf like over a tiny lamb and you're just like, t- you know, dripping teeth like, why don't you love me? Right. <laughs> like, it's like that. Like I was so, uh, my dad calls it being an emotional terrorist. Mm. And uh, one of our kids does that mm-hmm. and probably learned it so all Somebody says, me. I vote for swearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have to get there because. Yeah. Uh, 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 tune into a completely new podcast next week, <laughs> AOMS. Anatomy of Marriage Swearing Edition. Oh, so like, what? uh, what's up, T? Good to see you. Hope you're doing good. Uh, let's see. What else? Okay. Um, so here's what I want to do mm. next. Uh, you don't need to leave right now, do you? Please I'm, say you don't because I'm still... I want to... If you want your oil change in your car, then I don't. Don't change the oil in my van. It's fine. Okay. So what to do if you're being abused? This is a, a very important one. First, know that you deserve better and that this isn't your fault. If you are in an emergency, life-threatening emergency, call 911. Mm-hmm. It can be hard to decide whether to stay or leave. That is why it may help to start to uh, to start with calling a national domestic violence hotline, one eight hundred seven nine nine SAFE or one eight hundred seven nine nine seven two three three. Call from a friend's house or somewhere else where you feel safe. You can also turn to friends, family, neighbors, your doctor, or your spiritual community. That is again only if they're like good and not going to turn right around and call your spouse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, also, make sure that you have an emergency escape plan. Hide a set of car keys, pack a bag with keys, extra clothes, important papers, money, medicines. You might keep it at a friend's house. Have a plan for calling the police in case there's an emergency. Hold you know on. They, you know what they call that in the South? And this is kind of a joke, but not a joke. Go money. How did you know that? I've heard uh, Devin's mom talk about it or yeah, something. It's, it's, it's your go money. And I've known people that kind of hid their go money. At the end of the driveway, yep, their go money, right? Mm-hmm. Your your go plan, your you know, uh, your bug out bag. If you're gonna, you know, it's like prepper talk. Your bug out bag, like things that you need to survive, right? Kind of thing for a day or two, or to get to the next right. place. And this is serious stuff. Uh, in therapy, we call it okay. What's the crisis plan? Right. What is your crisis plan? Right. Um, also, it says have a plan for calling the police in in an emergency. You might have a code word so your kids, family, friends, or coworkers know that you're in danger. Mm-hmm. Uh, know where they know where you'll go and how you'll get there. One thing I do want to say: again, we get emails from people often saying things like, uh, "Will you post this question for me anonymously? I don't want my husband to know I posted it." Mm-hmm. Uh, or on the opposite too, we have men email in and right. say, "I don't want my wife to know this," right. and it's not like they're hiding something. It's like I it will would get cause in- more problems if right. so and so knows that I'm writing right. in. So here, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, "Oh my gosh, if my husband knows about this, I better delete this from my phone." Red light. That's a warning. Red flag. Mm-hmm. Warning signal. Right there. If I get caught listening to this, dot dot dot. Red flag. Let's name a few other red flags in relationship to this episode. Like, 
If someone is worried about sharing it, because what if there's a, my husband gets my phone and my husband looks through my phone, you guys, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. Your husband is not your guardian. Your husband is your partner. Your husband is not your keeper. Here's an interesting thing too. your wife. So with, this goes back to, uh, I believe, a healthy thing that we have always done. We have the same passwords on our phones, Mm -hmm. right? And we've never hidden passwords or anything like that because there's been no reason to. And I have never asked you, even if you had your own password, I would would probably neither would... Of us would have respected this early in right. our marriage, oh, you know? yeah, yeah. but now I'm like, okay, if you want a, your own password, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be like, why? What's just right. let's have a conversation right. about that. Um, but we have just shared passwords mm-hmm. and everything, and like, there's an explicit trust with with money. Like, I don't know how often oh, you yeah. even look at our bank account or like all the money that we. Mm-hmm. Get in and take out. I mean, it's not like a ton. It's like, <laughs> not, you know, the, 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 the wheelbarrows of money. <laughs> but the money that comes in and out, you're like, yeah, you'll make the right, right. choice. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. like that, that takes time to mm-hmm. cultivate. Yeah. I know that in the early days, well, even in the early days, I think we, we've always had shared passwords. We've always mm-hmm. had a shared bank account mm-hmm. after we were married. And then there's just been that real underlying trust there with, right. with a lot of couples. That's difficult. And that... Almost, I'm going into marriage therapist mode here. That may be a sign to look at other things, or it actually may be nothing. Mm-hmm. I have my own, she has her own. We're differentiated like that. That is sure. completely fine. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it, it it could be something. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I want to like differentiate. They're super solid people that just have their no, separate passwords. My stuff It's not right. yours, right? right? It's it's your body, and it's my body. Right. Go right mm-hmm. or. It's like, yeah, we have separate passwords because uh, there's been some kind of tension mm-hmm. here and I just don't talk about it. Right. So that's a thing too, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like almost super ambiguous and like, yeah, it is or it isn't. But either one, I would encourage folks to take a deeper mm-hmm. look at it. Right. And it depends sense. on the underlying requirement or reason that it's there, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. if we have separate bank accounts because I don't trust Seth with money, that's a different conversation. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we, yeah, we work really hard mm-hmm. to be trustworthy people and to be on the same page. And so we share things like that. Right. Uh, for a person that just joined, I emailed you back about a certain thing. So <laughs> hopefully, you know, who <laughs> I'm talking to. Uh, but yeah, and if uh, we've talked about a lot of stuff, right? So if you guys do realize, oh crap, I do need to work this stuff out with a licensed counselor, I really encourage you to go uh, to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. Again, you'll be partnered with a licensed therapist just like myself, and you will be able to do telehealth over the phone like this. Everything is super confidential. It's much easier than going, getting in the car, driving to an office, fighting traffic, all this stuff. You can do therapy in your underwear if you want to, but don't show your therapist. That would be weird, right? <laughs> so go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage. And then also, I want to talk about coaching. We've talked a little bit about it, mm-hmm. but coaching, the more I do coaching and the more I've mm-hmm. done, participated in coaching, it's like, okay. This is the key that is unlocking all the things that I knew were out there that I knew I had potential to do, but I can't do it alone. You know, I saw a quote this morning from another coach and he said, "Um, 
if you would have if you could do it by yourself, you would have done it already, right. right? And I I just saw that this morning and I was like, exactly. If I could do it by myself, I would have done it already. Right. And that is just so powerful because the people you hang out with determines what your future is. Mm-hmm. You know, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Mm-hmm. You know, you are the sum of the five people that you hang out with most. Right. I think that's a Zig Ziglar thing or somebody, one of those dudes <laughs> who are crushing it. But coaching, email me and Melanie at coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. That is coaching at anatomyofmarriage.com. Right. We'll hop on a call, we'll talk about what we offer, where you're going to get and uh, figure out a really detailed description of where you want to be. Right. And one of the things I want to mention really quickly with coaching, like if you are a woman and you struggle with this, like you are like me Mm. and you want to rip throats out when you don't get your way, I'll coach you out Mm. of that. I have done that. I I, I think that Melanie is a 150 million percent better coach than I am because... You heard it first. And I'm not saying that just to toot your own horn. Toot it! (laughs) But she's been there and she has just a 180 from nothing to something. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Started from the bottom, now we're here. (laughs) Kind of thing. And she she gets it. We've been there, we've done that, and she gets it. And one of her superpowers is helping other women and men, by the way, to get there. Mm -hmm. And I adore you for that. I admire you for that. So if you are on the fence about it, Jump on her train. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not joking. I'm not joking. So email me or her at coaching at anatomymarriage.com. So thank you for saying that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Can I blast through this real quick? Go for it. Go for All it. All right. So just as we wrap up, we're not going to do conversation starters for this one. We're going to end with some more uh, info about abuse and just whatever. Mm-hmm. We need to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here we go. Does your partner ever insult, demean, or embarrass you with put-downs? Control what you do, who you talk to, or where you go. Look at you or act in ways that scare you. Push you, slap you, choke you, or hit you. Stop you from seeing your friends or family members. Control the money in the relationship. Take your money or social security checks. Make you, uh, make you ask for money or refuse to give you money. Make all of the decisions without your input or consideration of your needs. Tell you that you're a bad parent or threaten to take your children away. Prevent you from working or attending school. Act like the abuse is no big deal. Deny the abuse or tell you that it's your own fault. Mm. Destroy your property or threaten to kill your pets. Intimidate you with guns, knives, or weapons. Attempt to force you to drop criminal charges. Threaten to commit suicide or threaten to kill you. Mm -hmm. If you answered yes to even one of these questions, you may be in an unhealthy or abusive relationship. Um, then it says so, you can so call, I, oh, oh, go, go ahead and, and then it says you can call 1-800-799-7233, uh, if anything you read raises a red flag mm-hmm. about your relationship. What do you need? Let me see the phone. So in, in the latter parts of these questions, like, uh, violence, threatening with guns, th- threatening, uh, self-harm, if you do or don't do something, those are obvious red flags that is like, whoa. There's almost no question about that, right? But the 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 top ones, because uh, I, I really want people to listen to this, because our goal is to only help and to never do harm. Right. If you or your partner like do insults or put downs or uh, things like that, or um, let's see, uh, let's control the money in the relationship. Like if these ha- if these things happen, are if these things are happening more often than not, 
then there's a problem, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I've insulted Melanie before. I demeaned him like eight times in this right? episode. Hey, I am Rich Jones. What's up, my man? It is so good to see you. Uh, we should hook up. I would love to have you on the show and uh, do a podcast trade. So DM us. I am Rich, Rich Jones. I was thinking about you yesterday, bro. So word up, brother. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's totally random, but I saw him. I was anyway, like, yes. So, so if, if these things that Melanie just read happen more often than not, especially... Uh, the the things at the latter part of the list, then there is a problem. But I don't want anyone here to say, "Oh, well, my partner, you know, mm-hmm. called me a, a B one time, right. or or somebody said, you know, my whatever was, I don't know." Yeah. These those are normal things in a relationship. If these things happen more often than not, mm-hmm. then you have a real problem. Right. And so, I go back to what I said in the beginning of this episode. If you go, "Oh, red flag." What's the first thing you're going to do? You're not going to call your mom. You're not going to call your friend. You're not going to call me. You're going to call a therapist. Mm-hmm. You are not going to figure this out on your own, okay? So don't hear these things and then weaponize them and then mm-hmm. make everything worse. That is what I do not want you to do. That's your right. directive is to call a therapist, to go to getfaithful.com forward slash anatomy of marriage, fill out the thing and get a therapist because you can't do this alone. If you feel like, oh, now I have fuel to blah, you're doing it wrong. That's right. Okay, that's my... Like my warning for you, mm-hmm. you're doing it wrong. So take these, all the things that we said, uh, re-listen to it, share it with your friends who you think may be experiencing some of these and do not weaponize anything that we said. Mm-hmm. I want you to think about it. So, okay, let's wrap this up. Rich Jones, what's good? You're good, my man. Uh, you're good. I'm seriously glad. Uh, I'll, I'll DM you after this just to check in, see what's uh, cooking, seeing what's going on. So anything else, Mel? Um, no, please, 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 though, like we said in the beginning, share this episode. If mm-hmm. there's any episode that you ever share, like nobody cares, nobody's judging you, just share it because my God, if we can stop one person from being abused, if we can stop one person from suffering mm-hmm. and their children from suffering and then generations from suffering, that's right. And if it's as easy as posting this on your Instagram or your mm-hmm. Facebook or whatever, please do that. Yeah. If you found this episode helpful, also please rate and review our podcast if you haven't done that yet. Like mm-hmm. that is one of the most helpful things that you can do also so more people find the show, more people get these resources. We're out here talking about the stuff that nobody talks about in a helpful way in marriage because there are so many marriages where this crap is happening. That's right. But what do you hear about? How do I have better sex? How do I do? Blah, blah, blah. Like, mm-hmm. no, what do I do if I feel like I need to run away? Okay. Right. So share, 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 share. Yes, this is so important. Yes. So, Okay, we love you guys. Have an amazing day and share that's the right. show. And you're welcome. Have a good weekend. Oh, yeah, uh, it's Friday. Yeah, it is Friday. All right. All right. See All right. you guys later. Bye, guys. Later. Bye. Bye.